following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. Since March 2007, one online audio production group has pushed the boundaries. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin. It's Sounding Board. Audio drama with lumpy bits. You have been listening to Jake Sanson. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents... My name is Feedback, and these are my stories. Last time on Gaia's Voyages. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. OTR Swagcast. Doctor Who. Starring Mark Kalita as the Doctor. BrokenSea.com. New audio every Thursday. They serve so we can be free. For the men and women of the coalition forces serving overseas. Just living day to day can be draining. An email, letter, or package from home can be a wonderful escape for a serviceman or woman who is living with constant danger just outside the barracks doors. That's why the member producers of AudioDramaTalk.com are banding together to send our servicemen and women an MP3 CD loaded with hours of great audio. It's not much. But it's a small token of our appreciation for their sacrifice. This is Greg Taylor of Dakota Ring Theater. This is John Bell of Bells in the Bat Freak. This is Fred Greenhalge of Final Rune Production. This is Julie Hoverson of 19 Nocturne Boulevard and Reality Productions. This is Jack Ward of the Sonic Society and Electric Vicuna Productions. This is Paul Mannering of Broken Sea Audio Productions. This is Jeffrey Adams of the Icebox Radio Theater asking you to please help us finance the Sounds for Soldiers campaign. At sounds, the number four, soldiers.org. A small tax-deductible donation can help us band together and send a thank you to the men and women that banded together to protect our freedom nearly a decade ago. Visit Sounds for Soldiers. That's sounds, the number four, soldiers.org today. And for all of us, thank you. Dick Sampson here, Commandant. Yeah, yeah, Otto. Good morning, Commandant. I can see sits here in Sampson. I must say the German rail system has made some significant improvements since your new chancellor came into office. I wish my trip up from Transylvania into Poland had been so smooth. Herr Hitler seems to be quite the proponent for a revitalized Germany. German trains are not while you are here, no, Mr. Sampson? No, the German transportation system is not the true nature of my visit to Berlin. As I thought. Are you here at the behest of Herr Churchill? I know that you have connections with him. 
Admiral Canaris mentioned it in passing while you were being searched. No. Churchill has no knowledge of my visit. Then the United States sent you to check on our poor country? Hmm? I am here of my own free will. My own volition. Then what do you want of our Fuhrer? This humble corporal who has risen to such prominence in the world? This great hero who will one day have his revenge on the traitors of the Great War? Yes, I've heard about your new Chancellor. I'm here to warn you all. Stop what you're planning. Now. <laughs> Stop? I think you have come a great way for nothing, Mr. Sampson. Our operas will sing the praises of the Reich for a thousand years before we are through. You know who I am. Yes, I do. And you know me. I am honor bound to offer you this one chance. I offer all of my services. If you change your course. Yes, I suppose you are. Tea, Mr. Sampson? No. Pity. We are much alike, you and I. Movers of destiny. Few understand the stakes. Fewer have the heart to stand and face the trials to come. The baptism of fire and of blood. The night, the long knives. You have come a long way on a fool's errand. But that I will not have you shot, Mr. Sampson. I value courage. And for that, I offer you the opportunity to bask in the birth of a god. I will take your offer, but on the condition that you sign a pact in blood, swearing fealty to the right and our Fuhrer. <laughs> I think not. You've had your chance. Our business here, I believe, is concluded. But of course, shield of light. <laughs> <laughs> do be on your way, and do feel pleased about following your dictum. <laughs> Though you knew it would fall on deaf ears, did you not? I had to try. <laughs> your kind always do. We will meet again, Mr. Sampson. Otto, escort her Sampson out. And Sampson? Yes? One day you will know the full might of the right hand of The monster hunter is a traitor to the crown. I repeat, the monster hunter is a traitor to the crown. Over. Golden Dove! Golden Dove! That is not proper radio etiquette. Damn the etiquette. Get this message to Admiral Churchill, you fool. I am risking everything transmitting from the heart of Germany. Jake Sampson is a spy for the Third Reich.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Broken Sea Pure Pulp. Tonight's exciting feature is episode one of the Jake Sampson adventure serial, The Gods of War. In this action-packed episode, our intrepid adventurer Jake Sampson and his stalwart companions Texas Hold'em and Lucy Carter discover that life and death are not always what they seem, and that reality and fantasy can merge into one when wars beckon and the angel of death is on the rise. Our story continues three years later. like a Manhattan and a newspaper to finish one's day. Despite the fact the news never seems to change, even in England. Interesting. News about the Olympics in Germany this year. <laughs> and buried on page four. <laughs> oh, Goebbels will love that. <laughs> Huh. Must congratulate Mr. Owens for sticking it to the little corporal in Berlin. <laughs> so much for the infallibility of the great Aryan master race. Good man. Still, can't shake this feeling that something's brewing. Something bad. Wish I could put my finger on it. Who in blazes could that be at this hour? Hmm. I'll bet it's my trusty companions returned from their outing. I wonder how Tex took to the opera that Lucy dragged him to. <laughs> I would assume, sir, that he began his cultured evening by inquiring where the nearest <clears throat> spittoon was. So that wasn't Tex and Lucy at the door. <sighs> no, sir. I expect you would have heard the proverbial wee-hawing of Mr. Holden had he returned. Hartford, Texas is one of my most trusted friends and hunters of the extraordinary. Why do you talk about him like that? <clears throat> I believe I mentioned the weeing and hawing, sir, and the <clears throat> spittoons, but... This discussion of Mr. Holdem and his inglorious habits must wait, I am sorry to say. You have a telegram, sir. At this time of night? The courier was very explicit that I hand this to you now. Thank you. Say, Hartford, could you replenish this glass? 
I have a feeling I may need it. Of course, sir. I couldn't help but notice that the telegram originated from... Ross Plains, Texas. Dear Mr. Sampson, we are sorry to inform you of the... Oh, no. Ah, oh, Bob. Blast. Sir, your drink. Thank you. Has Mr. Howard fallen foul of more mystic items again? No, Hartford. I'm afraid Bob Howard has passed. Oh, I am so sorry, sir. But he cannot have been more than 30. Precisely. 30. A cosmic numerological event. Doggone it, Bob. Why? How? He took his own life. His mother followed shortly thereafter. She'd been ill and slipped into a coma. Apparently, Bob couldn't handle it. Oh, why couldn't he have cabled me? I could have gotten him and his mother the finest physicians in the world. Oh, what's the use? Looks like the burial is tomorrow. And I have to hear about it from a telegram? Damn it! A fireplace! Get back, Hunter! A telegram! Don't look into the light! Hartford, are you all right? I'm fine, sir. But your 17th century decanter is a bit worse for wear. Am I imagining things, or did that telegram just burst into flames and speak? Yes. It would seem that Strange has again found Samson. Hartford, we need to get to the Greenleaf Cemetery in Brownwood, Texas. Yesterday. Have Tex go straight to the hangar and get the rowdy Rita fueled and ready within the hour. Yes, sir. this 14th day of June in the year of our Lord, 1936, we lay our brother Robert and our sister Hester to rest. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Amen. 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 There will now be refreshments served at the chapel. Please come to remember our dear friend Hester and her beloved son, Robert. God rest their Happy trails, my friend. 
wherever they will now I, lead you. I really like Bob. I remember time after that whole high, boring gate thing when we came down. His mama served us some of the finest lemonade. Uh, Texas, now's probably not the time for one of your yarns. It's okay, Lucy. I like to remember the happier times now and again. And Tex has a way of looking at the brighter side of almost any occasion. Mm, Mr. Sampson? Reverend, that was a fine service. Bob would have liked it. Even with Tex's extended tale of Bob's pugilistic exploits in the middle of your sermon. <laughs> Robert did love his boxing and his <clears throat> yarns. <laughs> And Mr. Holdem can weave a mighty fine tapestry of tall tales himself. <laughs> Padre, I was telling gosh darn truth. Oh, Bob KO'd in eight from... Ixnay, Texas. Ix who? <clears throat> yes, Wampers are Texas forte. Bob enjoyed his tellings as well. Even the inappropriate ones. Yes, I am sure he did. As to his <clears throat> tales... Yes. He asked that I give this to you, should anything extraordinary happen. He made me memorize it in case it was stolen while chanting at the top of his lungs. Yep, that was Bob, always screaming out his yards. <laughs> Maybe I should try. Texas. <laughs> Back to Ixnay thingy. This is getting worse than that opera y'all took me to, Lucy. Texas. <laughs> I'm trying, Jake. Oh, sorry, Jake. Padre, <laughs> I didn't mean to... Ow! Y'all pinch me, Lucy. <clears throat> right, right, right. Sh shutting up. Shut my yap up. <laughs> shutting up. Texas. Oh. <laughs> you were saying, Reverend. He had me memorize one of his poems. Nonsense, really. One of his poems? Yes, I, I feel a bit, well... <laughs> embarrassed but it was one of his final wishes and one must respect the dead he said I had to read it to you before I gave you this this scroll yes please do go on Bob's works were ahead of his time his poetry songs of a bygone realm his words moved mountains brought that Fantastic dreams to life. Yes. Y'all can say that again. Him and his darn mirror. Ow! Lucy! Texas? Oh, hold on. Sorry. Yes. Well, here goes. Was it a dream the knighted lotus brought? Then cursed the dream that bought my sluggish life. And cursed each laggard hour that does not see hot blood drip blackly from the crimson night. Bloodlust of battle and the glory of war's bliss, men fall prey to the succubi kiss. The shadows were black around him, the dripping jaws gaped wide. Thicker than rain the red drops fell, but it was fiercer than death's black spell, nor all the iron walls of hell could keep me from his side. The shadows fell as shadows fall, harsh in their ebon finality. But a calling came from cosmic bounds to shoulder me through flame and fire, dragging me thankfully from this bleak reality. 
and in the four corners they whisper with mirth, blinding man's civil desires with greed and deviant charms and avarice. The selling is sold, and the dark covenants hold, buried, man's immortal soul. So beware the gods of war, shield of light, for when doom beckons and the blitzkrieg falls, and clawed yellowed talons shred the good and the just, and the bloody apocalypse screams long in its crimson light, Barsoom calls, Barsoom awaits. By dawn's last light, far, far away, Hyborian heroes hold counsel, lost to Earth's days, with the gods of Mars. Barsoom, Barsoom, Barsoom. Chicago. Texas. Edgar. Rice. That's my cue. Burroughs. Yep. I'll go fire up the right reef. How far are we, Tex? Best guess we'll be back at y'all's mansion in England in an hour or so. We still don't explain why we flew there across the Atlantic in the first darn place. To Robert E. Howard's funeral in West Texas, then to Chicago to find Edgar Rice Burroughs, who had flew the dang coop, only turn around and fly over to England. Not to mention Padres with weird poems and all that talking paper in y'all's fireplace. Just fly the plane, Tex. I have a lot to think about. And some time in the fresh air of the English countryside is just what I need now to clear my head. As pressing as all this seems, mystical or not, We've come to a dead end, I'm afraid. I need to ponder all that's happened lately and then hopefully come up with an idea about this mystery entwining Bob and Edgar. A game of cards? Yoo-wee, Jake! If that's all y'all wanted, my fifth cousin twice removed from Rowena, Texas, home to Bonnie and Clyde, I might add, taught me a mean game of Blind Goat's Bluff. All we need is a deck of cards, goat, a baseball bat, and a couple Texas. gallons of tequila. Texas? I'll get your mind right off. Texas! Leave Jake be. He'll let us know when he's ready. Right, Jake? That's right. I'll get back to you after a few more of these. Fine, 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 fine. Shoot. London it is. Long as I don't get dragged back no Opry's anytime soon. Texas Hold'em, you told me that you had a... How did you put it? Oh, yes. <clears throat> but gosh darn big old time at the Opry with you, Miss Lucy. Or were you fibbing? Hmm? Shucks, Miss Lucy, can you blame a guy for telling the Whopper about some highfalutin' shindig that he don't even feel a mite comfortable at when he gets a peck on the cheek from a pretty lady like you? <coughs> Miss Lucy. Texas? Just get us home in one piece, Tex. Lucy, anything you want to tell me about your outing? Uh, no, Jake. Heck, they don't even have no spit tunes at the opera, Jake. What kind of civilized hoedown is that I ask you? Don't have no gosh darn spear tunes! Texas, <laughs> you are incorrigible. What? 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 Huh? What? What'd I say, Jake? You almost spit your drink all over my altimeter. Tex, one of these days you'll learn to watch the tales that you spin, my friend. Huh? What'd I say? Or perhaps not. Just take us home. 
I'll try and smooth Lucy's feathers. If that's possible at this point. What in the heck is making that racket at six, six in the darned morning? It's darn early for this cowboy be answering the door. Hey, Hale's Harvard. Texas. Oh. <clears throat> Hold him. Even though I'm still not talking to you. Oh, Lucy. Every time we make up, y'all want to take me to Dadburn Opry or to a cotillion thingy. What in heck's a finger bowl for her anyway? I was thirsty. Next thing y'all know, y'all be telling me the tears are gonna kill me if I don't wear a tie. I'll tell you how tired I am. And how early it is, I won't respond to that. Oh, don't get all sore at me, Miss Lucy. Go open the door. Hartford is off visiting his mother this weekend. Walt, this early in the... Mr. Holdem, you will kindly step aside and make no false moves, sir. I've been warned about you, Who's pounding on Jake's door, Texas? Scotland Yard, Miss Carter. Do step back or I will have to place you in iron. No trick shots from you, young lady. What? Now look here, partner. We just got back from fighting all kinds of mummies and vampires and this stuff. Step back, Mr. Holdem. We have come for Jake Sanford. Jake? On what charge? Treason against the crime. That's impossible. Besides, he's an American. Actually, Jake Sampson holds dual citizenship and is therefore also under the jurisdiction of the crime. What? Now look here, you lying. Stand down, Texas. But Jake! I said stand down. Listen to the officers. Thank you for being so understanding, traitor. You son of a- Texas! I said stand down. Lucy, get Hartford. Bail me out after the arraignment. Okay. Oh, there will be no arraignment, Mr. Sampson. The gallows awaits you, sir. What? Will the accused rise? 
In this year of our Lord, 1936, you stand accused before the High Court of England on the count of espionage. Mr. Sampson, do you have anything to say before I pass judgment? I am innocent. Order in court. It is the finding of this court that you, sir, have knowingly committed acts of high treason against the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. By evidence of collusion with known ranking members of the Nazi party, you knowingly offered your services to the Reich and have stayed in constant contact with the war criminals currently overrunning Europe. Further photographs and other documentation have clearly identified you on a number of occasions, such as hunting excursions with Hermann Göring himself. Order, I say. Jacob Michael Sampson, you are hereby sentenced to be taken from this court to a place of execution a fortnight hence. There you shall be hanged by the neck until you are dead. And may God have mercy on your soul. Jake, no! That ain't fair, your honor! You a bunch of lies! Order in court! Order, I say! Now keep order in court! Order in court! Call that man! Lucy, from Texas! Visit me tonight! Leave order in court! And Jill! Texas! Texas! Come on! There's nothing we can do now! Don't get yourself thrown in jail, too! Lucy! There's no gosh darn way, Jake, no trade, no way! I know. We just gotta figure something out. Order, I say. Will you do it, Lucy? Tex? Sure, Jake. Sure. How do I know this ain't some Nazi trick, Jake? Texas! I mean it, Lucy. He could be one of them fifth columnists or something. How could y'all share Steins with Krauts, Jake? How? I know it's hard to believe, but I was required to. The Shield of Light. My order. What kind of dad-burned order makes y'all pussyfoot with Nazi? Listen to me, Tex. Lucy, believe me. We have entered into something bigger than all of us. Biblical in nature, if you believe in that kind of thing. In any event, you have to go. Please, if not for me, then for the world we live in. We'll go, Jake. Right, Texas? Yes, and Jake, y'all can count on me. I'm in. So, uh, why we gotta fly to a Civil War battlefield? Vicksburg is where the cave is. The one spoken of in the works of Edgar Rice Burroughs' text. A year ago, I placed a map and a lot of materials that will explain this all. But I can't tell you here. Not now. There are too many listening. I pray I've not said too much already. Go to the cave. Find the papers I left. Barsoom will guide you. Okay, you lot. Time to go. The traitor needs his sleep. <laughs> we'll fix it, Jake. Don't you worry. You. Jake is no traitor. Hey, the truth, Lucy. When we get back and clear Jake's name, partner, Y'all better not have messed up a hair on my partner's head, or... You'll answer to me. <laughs> Did touch your friends, Awok? They are heroes, sir. And you seem to be a dead man. <laughs> but... What are you? You don't recognize me. 
Mr. Sansan, allow me to step out of the shadows then. You! Yes, I, woman too! <laughs> you have fallen into my trap! <laughs> I was there when you first met with their commandant. Remember Otto? That was me! I have watched your exploits ever since. I was the one who arrested you at your mansion. <laughs> I have been behind this every step of the way. Sometimes as close as being in your very own shoes. <laughs> oh, but we have time to discuss more things relating to Barsoom and battlefields, Mr. Samson. Before my submarine arrives, and I whisk you away to my secret lair. Tell me what I want to know now, here, freely, of Barsoom and Blitzkrieg. Tell me, and I will only torture you a little. When we reach my caverns of doom. Thank you for listening to Jake Sampson, The Gods of War, written by Bill Holwig. Starring in tonight's production is Jake Sampson, Mark Kalita, Lucy Carter was played by Natasha Lathrop, David Subkoyak played Hartford, Texas Hold'em was Bill Holwig, the announcer was Ellie Hirschman, the commandant was played by Alan Subkoyak, MI6 slash Queens 8 was played by Stevie Farnaby, the minister was played by Peter Franston. The judge was played by David Drage. The eerie vocal, Barsoom, was played by David Sokoyak. The guard, Otto, and the British guard, and the British Bobby, as well as Fu Manchu, were played by Glenn Sheets. The various parishioners at Robert E. Howard's funeral were voiced by Robin Carlyle, Brian of Seraphic Panoply, Chris Barnes, Kim Giannopoulos, Michael Lieberman, Paul Lavelle, Will Robb, Stevie Farnaby, and Tanya Milosevic. Thank you, guys. Music for tonight's show comes from the Artie Shaw Orchestra for the Jake Sampson theme. Helen Kane from 1928, I Want to Be Loved by You from the Internet Archive, Bing Crosby from the Internet Archive, Celestial Aeon, Brian of Seraphic Panoply, Stevie Farnaby, and Peter Wicks of Westlake Films. And music of the Nazis also comes from the Internet Archive. This has been a Broken Sea audio production. Return again soon for Episode 2 of The Gods of War.
without warning they came from the sky. Creatures similar in origin, yet so very different from us. Commander Taylor, the ship is now entering the belt of our Rai quadrant. Wonderful. Time has come for... I'm getting there. <sighs> Space. So ends my last signal until we reach our destination. We called them ignorant, savages, until one day one of the beasts spoke. Taylor! Why'd you run away? Security police, Dr. Zira. I'm in charge of this man. No longer, Dr. Zira. He is now in my custody. General Ursus! <laughs> Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Taylor! And the teachings of our great lawgiver were called into question. Beware the beast man, for he is the devil's paw. Let him not breed in great numbers, or he will make a desert of his home and yours. Shun him, for he is the harbinger of death. Indeed, we learned the truth, and we exposed what had for many generations been forbidden. The man-beast also possessed an intellect, one that made him all the more dangerous. Praise the Alpha. Bless the Omega. Praise the wisdom of the bomb. Praise, Praise the wisdom, the of, wisdom the bomb. of the bomb. Join us once again as Broken Sea Audio Productions takes you beyond the imagination into the land beneath the planet of the apes. Adapted and expanded from the original script by Paul Den and Mort Abrams, based on the world created by Pierre Boulle. Only at BrokenSea.com.